From the brilliant minds of Hipster at Home, you're listening to We Should Start a Band, a podcast about the trials and tribulations of being suitably hipster. Hi, and welcome to We Should Start a Band. We're not experts, we're just highly opinionated. Today, we're going to be giving you the scoop on breakfast cereals. But we have a special guest with us today for a little segment called I'm with the band. So we'll introduce the main hipsters, and then we'll have a quick intro for our special guest. So I am, as always, Heritage Avocado Toast. I'm Retro Denim Jacket. And Cold Brew Kombucha. And I'm Ironically Authentic Eyewear. Yay! Yay! Our graphic designer's here with us today! (laughs) Hi. (laughs) So on the day we're recording this, we actually launched our updated website, so you'll be able to see his work as our very cool new logo. Woohoo! Yeah, thanks for that. You're welcome. I'm excited to see it on the website. <laughs> you can check it out live. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Retro Denim Jacket, do you have the follow-ups? I do. So the first follow-up is the ratio for simple syrup that we said we would give to you guys. It is a one-to-one ratio. Of what and what? Sugar to water. Wow. I feel like we should have known that at the time. <laughs> I, I feel like, yes, that should have been a thing, but, you know, we all sometimes have brain farts sometimes <laughs> frequently <laughs> i did put another follow-up from the same episode on instagram there is no bloody darcy in the gin austin recipe book what a shame but there is a bloody elliot <laughs> as there should be and for those of us who don't care about persuasion oh it's probably the wrong uh, wrong one, isn't it? No, it is the right one. Oh, darn. I thought oh, I got the so wrong one. Oh, so you just proved that you do care. <laughs> no, I went with persuasion because it's always sense and sensibility. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today's episode's probably not going to be a serial. It's probably going to be a one-off special. No. No? Special K? Did that? Did I land on my face? <laughs> I think it landed pretty far away. <laughs> may still be going. All right. If we don't have an outline to uh, kick us off on that type of topic, we could just start with our favorite. Oh, that's hard. No. It's quite clear. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is by far the number one cereal. You do have to eat it very quickly, as a caveat, because it gets soggy in an instant, but it's clearly the superior cereal. Okay. It's Sunny D's The Milk. Ooh, that was harsh. That You know that oily sheen that you get on the top of Sunny D? Oh, yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch does that to the milk. Please tell me I'm not the only one who's experienced this. <laughs> that's just the cinnamon sugar deliciousness that's yeah, left over. I agree. My favorite cereal is Cinnamon Toast Crunch, too. All right. What? Oh, no. <laughs> it's nice to have some backup. <laughs> yeah. What do you love about it? Uh, what is there not to love about it? <laughs> <laughs> I put it in a vanilla ice cream oh. before. It was pretty cool. It's pretty good. Well, I hope it wasn't pretty hot. Wow. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be all night, all night like this. <laughs> Side note, expect the puns. I'm a fan of puns. It's fair. When do we not have them? <laughs> I could see it on um, vanilla ice cream. Because then it's sort of like making the frosting on a cinnamon bun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and the ice cream's not going to melt as fast, so it's not going to get as soggy. Yeah. yeah. I do love cereal and ice cream. It's a good ice cream topping. Yes, accurate. More ice cream places should do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I live a heathen lifestyle where I do not put milk into my cereal. So a good substitute for that is ice cream. Throwback to our first episode where we discussed non-dairy milk. If you want to see what we put in cereal. Yeah. Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> We're not those psychos who put water in cereal, though. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. Who does that? <laughs> I 
I feel like, ironically, Authentic Eyewear knows what I'm talking about. You've seen it online. I've seen it. I've seen some weird, yeah. Yeah. What about orange juice on Fruit Loops? Ew. I've seen that before. Really? Yeah. Well, I've seen at least orange juice with cereal before. I'm not sure if it was specifically Fruit Loops, but yeah. I mean, I know it's, I know it's all fruit, but no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm making an extremely disgusted face right now and shaking my head. Uh, That's a hard pass for me. Yeah. I have a question. Would y'all consider cereal as more of a breakfast food or a dessert food? Ooh. For me, I would generally consider it breakfast, but I'm not opposed to having a late night cheeky bowl. Yeah. I was going to say that we do tend to use, like, if we have a sweet cereal, we will sometimes have it as a dessert. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lucky Charms, for me, fits both of those categories, where I do consider it for breakfast, but I will definitely sneak a bowl after dinner. Yeah. I think the point of the really bad cereal, like the sugary cereal, is to get away with having it at breakfast. Mm -hmm. Yes. I do always like the ad where it's like it's part of the complete breakfast and they've got like an egg, toast, fruit, pancakes, and a bowl of cereal. Who's eating that much? (laughs) That is quite a bit. That's like a continental breakfast at a hotel. You might achieve that but probably not on a regular basis. On the dessert versus breakfast subject, if you pour chocolate milk on it, Mm. does that start to creep you towards dessert territory? No. Mm. Well, and we discussed this in one of our past episodes, another shameless plug, that when you put milk on certain chocolate cereals, it creates chocolate milk. And I would not consider that a dessert. So Nesquik cereal, that was its whole point. Yeah. I used to love that cereal because it created chocolate milk and then they decided to make it healthier. So now it doesn't make proper chocolate milk. Mm, That's not good. (laughs) Yeah. Now you have to make the Nesquik chocolate milk and add it to the Nesquik cereal just to get the same thing. Weird. That's ridiculous. That's more steps than I need to take. That's more products that you need to buy. (laughs) Well, hey, maybe that's the reason. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Retro Denim Jagged just hit on something. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> I've put Hershey syrup in my cereal before. Okay. Ooh. Kind of drizzled it over. Any particular cereal? Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh. My second favorite cereal. That sounds good. Yeah, it does sound good. I feel like there's no one that dislikes Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. I don't think any Cheerios are disliked. Yeah, they're very universal. Peanut allergy sufferers might not care for it. Pumpkin spice Cheerios. Cena's. Does that exist? Yeah. I only know this because when mom came to visit, she brought them. Oh, wow. She brought a whole collection of pumpkin spice items. (laughs) That's love. The Hershey syrup on the Honey Nut Cheerios is kind of like Ferrero Rocher cereal. Oh. Mm. Hmm. It's not hazelnut and it's honey, but I think I think it'd get pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could put non-dairy hazelnut chocolate milk on it. Oh. Or drizzle it with. Drizzle it with syrup. Yeah, drizzle it with put syrup. Put the hazelnut, yeah. Yeah. Get the full Ferrero Rocher experience. This is a good suggestion. <laughs> Can you trademark a cereal combination? Because he might need to. <laughs> I was, I was really into uh, using almond milk and honey nut Cheerios for a while. That was, it was kind of a, an addiction for a while. I could see that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. I really do like the nut milks, yep. especially on chocolate cereals. It just adds another flavor profile to it. I find that milk doesn't really have much of a flavor other than adding that like cream texture-ish. Yeah. I still, again, hearkening back to the non-dairy milk episode, I still like soy milk on cereal quite a bit. Mm. The same way I enjoy it in my coffee because it just adds a little bit of body and a second flavor to it that's pretty strong oh oh so this morning heritage avocado toast announced 
that he's coming around to oat milk in his coffee. A little bit. What? <laughs> Mind blown. Oh, my goodness. It's not uh, standalone. I still won't have a tall, frosty one of it. Well, does anyone have a tall, frosty one of non-dairy milks? Certain milks, yes. Well, Tiger Nut, obviously. Well, obviously. Because it's delicious. And the name. And the name. (laughs) Mom actually messaged me about that one. (laughs) She's like, is this really a thing? Yes, and it's delicious. (laughs) So we've got two votes for Cinnamon Toast Crunch. What What are you feeling? I'm definitely not throwing my hat in for Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No, Mm. no. I mean, if we're talking an everyday, can eat it for days on end, never bores me, despite the fact that it's the same thing, is the Honey Nut Cheerios. But if I'm going to a store and I'm out on vacation, I'm buying Lucky Charms. Mm. Mm. Well, and back in the day, my mom was famous for the fact that we were only allowed to have sugary cereals on vacation. Yeah. And I have upheld that tradition. I've heard the story. Yeah. So it's the same in our house where you were only allowed bad cereal, as mom called it. Yes, it's the bad cereal. Yes. And sometimes you would go somewhere that was really like not near a big city. And so the store would not have a big selection of bad cereal. Mm -hmm. And I remember one place we used to go and the only thing they had was Fruit Loops. So it was great. We could have bad cereal, but you better like Fruit Loops. (laughs) Yeah. I do not care for Fruit Loops. Yeah, me neither. Have you guys noticed that they've changed the Fruit Loop formula where they kind of all used to taste a little different? Yeah. But now they taste all, all the, the same. same. Mm. Also, what? is it just me or are they all slightly more pastel-y than they used to be? Yeah, they really dumped down the colors. <laughs> Sorry, Fruit Loops is too sophisticated for the <laughs> the market. We need to bring this back a bit. So in the stores here, in the American section, you can get Fruit Loops with marshmallows. I've seen those here, actually, I think. That seems too much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's an absurd amount of sugar. (laughs) Yeah. Because at least Lucky Charms, it's sugar-coated, but it's not as sugary, the cereal bit. Yeah, because Fruit Loops have a distinct kind of crunch to them, and you can tell that part of that crunch is you biting through the sugar layer. Yeah, like just pure sugar. (laughs) Yeah, I like Lucky Charms, but I always get angry when I run out of marshmallows, and I'm just left with... I agree. The, the, what is, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, The cereal pieces? Yeah, I don't know what you call the not fun part. Yeah, the <laughs> unlucky part of lucky charm. Yeah, the base of the cereal is doesn't yeah. really stand up. Yeah. I will say that since I don't drink milk with my cereal, I have been known to do actually on a regular basis eat lucky charms by eating the cereal first and then eating the marshmallows last. Hmm. Whether I've got milk or not, I always leave a certain amount of marshmallows for the last spoon. Mhm. Yeah, oh, yeah. You have to. <laughs> When I was in high school or junior high, I slept over at a friend's house. It was like a few of us who had slept over and her younger brother had a brand new box of Lucky Charms and he made this big deal about it being his box. (laughs) So, of course, we open it, take out all of the marshmallows and put them in like a Ziploc bag, put all the cereal back in and then resealed it so that when he opened it, he thought he got a box with no marshmallows. (laughs) So my question about that story is, how the heck did you reseal it? A combination of lighter and hot glue. <laughs> I mean, actually, that that could be the name of our debut album, A Box With No Marshmallows. <laughs> That's going to be lighter and hot glue. Well, that could be option two, but they've been rather um, uncouth lately. <laughs> so <laughs> just want to toss that out as a potential. 
Are you saying that we can't go through an episode without making innuendo at least once? It's still early days on this one. I mean, Blue Moons, what do you think he's talking about there? Back to Lucky Charms, seriously. I find the red balloons are the best marshmallow. I don't know why. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe they're bigger. I think it's the shape, honestly. Yeah. Because the rainbows are weird to bite into. The hats are kind of boxy and square, but the red balloons are a good round shape, almost like almost like a Cheerio. Yeah, mm. I can see that. Satisfying to bite into. Did they make unicorn marshmallows? Yes, they did. How how do you? <laughs> well, and then the worst part about the unicorn mush or <laughs> not the unicorn mushrooms, the unicorn marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> Was the fact that they made the cereal part of it cake flavored. And it was so nasty. I couldn't eat it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did see chocolate ones, oh. but I didn't try them. Mm. Uh, Count Chocolate. Remember those? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Those had marshmallows in them, I think, right? They came yeah, they did. Ones. Were they ghosts? Yeah, it was ghosts. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. Love. And then there was Frankenberry. Frankenberry. Booberry. Yeah. Booberry. Research department. <laughs> We actually just researched this not too long ago, IRL, not related to the podcast. Yeah, because we just had like a random thought about it. There's a green one that, Monster something, Monster Crunch, Monster... Well, there's a wolf one too. Oh, yeah. So the research department's budget's been refreshed for the new for the new quarter, and we've got high-speed internet, so I already have the answer on this one. Oh. <laughs> so we have Count Chocula, Frankenberry, which is strawberry flavored with marshmallows, Booberry, which is blueberry flavored with marshmallows. Fruit Brute, which was frosted fruit-flavored cereal with lime marshmallows. Ew. It then relaunched with frosted cherry cereal with marshmallows. Fruity Yummy Mummy, which is fruit-flavored cereal with vanilla marshmallows. They try to relaunch with orange cream-flavored cereal Ooh. and marshmallows. Mm. So basically, they couldn't decide what fruit went with what, so they decided to just try them all. And when in doubt, add marshmallows. <laughs> yeah, accurate. Key ingredient. So if we want to ever put out a cereal, we know the key thing is add marshmallows. So are they going to be in the shape of little mason jars? Yes. Ah. Ironically authentic eyewear. Can you design a marshmallow for us? I'm already on it. (laughs) What if it was a cereal outside and then when you bit into it, it released like the marshmallow, like it's inside the mason jar. You're pouring a liquid out. I don't know if I'd want a liquid inside a freeze-dried marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Mm. There was a cereal. I think it was called Hidden Treasures. Yes, there was. They were like little square pillows, and some had a fruit filling, and some didn't. And it was like, which which is the treasure? And you could see immediately, because the instant <laughs> the milk hit it, it dissolved it into a translucent base. So you knew immediately which ones had the good stuff. But that was fun. It kind of reminds me of the Crave cereal. Yeah. Yeah. That's got like a Nutella almost inside, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I eat those dry. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. You eat them neat. Neat. <laughs> well, I think I'm the last one to go on the favorite. Yeah. Yep. Get off the fence. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do a retro denim jacket on this. So if I'm gonna go with one that's sort of my healthy option, it's gonna be the mini Weetabix with chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. which are good with milk and without because I'm awful at getting up on time and being able to eat breakfast before I leave for work. So a little bag of those is really nice. But if I was in the cereal aisle and I could choose whatever cereal, it would have to be Captain Crunch. Ooh, love some Captain Crunch. Yeah. Regular peanut butter or with crunch berries? I think 
actually the regular. I mean, I like the crunch berries, but you can't beat a classic. No. I can't believe you are such an eccentric person and your favorite cereal is plain Captain Crunch. And it does not cut the roof of your mouth and I'll fight anyone who says it does. It totally does. <laughs> I don't have that issue as much as it's very hard to get out of my teeth. Yes. <laughs> You're saving that for a couple hours. Uh, Captain Crunch with crunch berries is actually really good on ice cream as well. Mm. That checks. I have to try that one because I like the crunch berries too. Yeah. There used to be a frozen yogurt place down the road that you could get Captain Crunch with crunch berries mm. on your frozen yogurt. Mm. <laughs> I have a question. Does Applejack still exist? I think so. Good question. I feel like I haven't seen that in forever. I know it's not one of the most popular ones out there. I do enjoy it a lot, but I also like apple flavored things. That's one of the few artificial apple flavored things I don't like. Oh. Again, hearkening back to some previous episode we did where I don't like the skin of apples. Yeah, I was about to say, does it taste like a peel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Applejack's is currently closed, uh, but it's also a health food shop here in our <laughs> in our country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to find the cereal for you. As of 2019, it was still around. Okay. There's a cereal here. I forget what it's called. Golden Nuggets, I think. Tastes like Yeehaw. It's literally its slogan. <laughs> <laughs> They've got like a little... It looks kind of like Yosemite Sam, but with different colors. But that's the, the image, like a, a gold miner from the Old West kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we did buy it because we wanted to know what Yeehaw tasted like. <laughs> Now you know. It's not bad, really. It's like a mix between Captain Crunch and like Smacks or no, something like there's that. There's no Captain Crunch in that. A mix. I thought it was more like, what was that? Not Kicks, but the other one. Pops? Pops. Pops. The one that was supposed to taste like corn, but really doesn't. Yes. I like Pops. Yeah, I do too, like yeah. That. They get soggy though, mm-hmm. and when they get soggy, it's it's not on. It's over. Yep, I agree. <laughs> it's no longer Pops, it's mushed. Oh, you know what? Cereal's good, but you have to eat it really fast unless you eat it dry, is life. Mm. We were never allowed to have life at our house. But if I went over to Retro Denim Jacket's house, they were allowed to have life. So I actually have life on the table with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. But that was like always the big thing about getting to go stay with them meant that we got to have life cereal. I like cinnamon life also. I don't think I've had the cinnamon. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think regular life is better. Yeah. But cinnamon's nice. Cinnamon's harder to find. Is it? So when I do find it, I will buy it. But it is a little bit harder to find than regular. Hmm. And you have to be in the mood for cinnamon. It's very cinnamony. Huh. I guess. I should have said heavily spiced, but yeah. <laughs> uh, my inspection of it in front of me now is that it has granules of sugar inside the weaving of the cereal. Yep. Yeah, which was why we weren't allowed to have it because it was too much sugar. We had like the puffed wheat with no sweetening on it. Shredded wheat. Yes, oh. we were allowed to have shredded wheat. I love shredded wheat with frosting. The big shredded wheat pillows, not the frosted shredded wheat. We had frosted. Yeah, see that's the thing. You guys had a looser version of what was okay regular cereal. Well, and we always had raisin bran around, which I am a oh. Huge fan of raisin bran. That is, I would consider that my. Would you consider a healthy? I think it's a healthy choice of cereal, but yeah. It's, it has raisins. It, it's debatable uh, because the raisins are sugar encrusted. Yeah, They're okay. the only raisins I'll eat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I think it's one of those deceptive ones where it looks kind of healthy because it, raisins are like a health food and you've got the all brand flakes and uh, people of a certain generation tend to prefer it over certain other generations. And so you think yeah. it's safe and then there's so much sugar in those two scoops. <laughs> I'm going to say, I think it is a healthy one because it was one of the ones we were allowed to have. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I love it. It's Yeah. I, I, I love it. Oh, yeah. It's on par with Honey Nut Cheerios for me with something that I could eat all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And for me, it dovetails into oatmeal raisin things and I love all that whole genre. Oh, oatmeal. No. You have old man taste. I don't care for oatmeal on its own as much. Is oat is oatmeal cereal? Oh, mm. good question. Yeah, I would say hot cereals count. Cream of wheat, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, you, you eat it warm, so. I mean, yeah, no. I kind of consider it like a porridge category more than cereal. I mean, I eat it in the morning regardless. But oat tends to be the basis of most granolas. Mm-hmm. So it's not a far leap. Dad used to make his own muesli. That was mostly just oat. He's probably going to listen to this and he's going to like call me and say, no, it had this and this. It had like nuts and dried apples, but you had to actually soak it. He did add water, not milk. And then he would just like let it sit while he went and did other things and then come back and eat it. Wow. That's very dry. And he could not, for the life of him, convince any of the rest of us to eat it. That's a generational thing right there. For sure. <laughs> I mean, my favorite way to eat that stuff is on top of yogurt. Yeah. A Greek yogurt. Mm-hmm. Grape nuts mixed into <gasps> oh, yogurt. I forgot about grape nuts. Grape nuts and yogurt. Mm. Oh, crunchies. I like grape nuts. Uh, on everything. Al dente <laughs> with milk. <laughs> grape nuts on ice cream. So as you guys may know... My family labels things as very weird names, like uh, sprinkle cheese. Yes. The reason we don't call it Parmesan is sometimes it's not Parmesan. True. It is cheese that you sprinkle on your dish. In my house, it took me forever to figure this out. Grape nuts were called crunchies. So it was crunchies (laughs) and yogurt. (laughs) Yes. I remember that because I remember being very confused. Yep. Yeah. Are they sometimes not grape nuts? No. The gr- like granola and stuff wasn't considered crunchies. That was granola. But grape nuts were specifically called crunchies. But I think it was because grape nuts, grape nuts is a brand name. Yeah, uh, that's true. Probably non-brand grape nuts. Mm-hmm. It's called crunchies. <laughs> Which is a delightful ice cream bar. There's the strawberry huh. one, the chocolate one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By Good Humor. Good Humor, yeah. Yeah. Because if you had some extra coins, you could get one at the school cafeteria, and then your parents didn't know that you had ice cream in the middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> so on the... I was searching for non, non-branded non grape nuts, and instead just ended up on the wiki page for grape nuts, and apparently there's an old advertisement from 1900. You can feel 10% cooler than the thermometer by using proper food grape nuts supply. That's a really cool advertisement. 10% cooler than the thermometer. So you're saying that in the summer when it's really hot, I should eat grape nuts. With fruit, this is saying. Use no meat for the hot weather breakfast. Let meat appear but once a day during the season of the year. <laughs> grape nuts are actually really good as a hot cereal, too. Oh, I don't think I've had them hot. Mm. We used to put milk on it and then put it in the microwave. Mm, sounds tasty. Yeah. They get like half mushy, half crunchy. So what then do you call them mushies? I don't know. <laughs> We always put them in yogurt, and by the time it gets to the bottom, they are smushy. They are mushy, mm-hmm. yeah. They clearly don't have that non-nutritive cereal varnish. <laughs> 
So. Shout out to uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Which my family watches every year. In my opinion, the greatest Christmas movie of all time. But uh, that's another that's another podcast. Since I'm I'm uh, I'm married to uh, Rachel Denim Jacket's uh, sister, so a lot of the stuff that, stuff that she's talking about I've heard or seen. <laughs> and the crunchies with yogurt thing. It's always a bowl, an old bowl usually of that sitting around the house. As you know, retro, she's uh, she likes to leave stuff around. Yes, so she does. That cements too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It. <laughs> you have to soak the bowl, and yeah, it's it's a whole thing. You could probably put a whole other wall up. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was one of the ones that used to like really annoy my dad because we would leave it somewhere or. Put it in the sink, but not run water into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that by force of habit with everything I put in the sink. I just put some, even if it's a plate, I put water on it. Do you do a little bit of dish soap in the water? I use, that's what I usually do. Oh. <laughs> Depends on how nasty it looks. Yeah. Yeah, I think in our house growing up, if it made it into the sink, it was a win. <laughs> <laughs> there was one summer, it got so bad that mom gave us each a color-coded cup. And that was the only one we were allowed to use for the whole summer. So if you wanted something to drink, your cup had to be clean. If you'd left it somewhere, <laughs> oh well. Because she was so tired of us just leaving things around the house. And then like, oh, there's no dishes clean. Oh my gosh. Nice. Yeah. Creating accountability in children. Back on the cereal topic, do y'all remember King Vitamins at all? Yes. No. No. My dad was really into that one. Yeah. They were always in our house growing up. They were like a Captain Crunch style cereal. Yeah, yeah. And they had a big old cane on the box. They were a weird shape too, weren't they? Yeah. I want to say they were like a triangular or something. Yeah. Or like a star. Apparently they're still in stock at Walmart. They are? Oh. I have to grab a box. Yeah, you should. Yes. That was like dad's favorite, so he would get that sometimes. But I remember it where we grew up was hard to find. Mm. They're little crowns. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Those were good, though. Yeah, I did like King. Well, on Quaker Oats' own website, they have a rating of 4.9 stars out of 5. That might be biased. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a Google rating, actually, on the... But anytime someone brings them up, it's usually, like, a happy thing. Mm-hmm. What cereals do you bring up that aren't happy? Puffed rice. Those are pretty bland. I'm not talking Rice Krispies. I'm talking those stupid, tastes-like-hamster-feed puffed rice. Like Smacks puffed rice? The ones without sugar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not Smacks, for example. No. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Oh. Rice Krispie. Oh, wow. I didn't know they had that. That was amazing. It was very short-lived. Mm-hmm. I only remember having it at Aunt Grace's, actually. Oh. Really? Yeah, because she would let me have whatever I wanted. She always had the good stuff. But yeah, it was very short-lived because I think it occurred to a lot of people that that was a terrible idea to give children. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say from experience that making Rice Krispie treats, breaking them up, putting them in a bowl and pouring milk over them is not the same. They're probably covered in a non-nutritive cereal varnish. (laughs) And the marshmallow in them was more like a frosting. Oh. Oh. Almost like um, uh, mini weeds frosting. Yeah. I recently learned the joy of making Rice Krispie treats in the microwave. It's extremely easy. Wow. And fast. Oh. Uh, Do tell. That sounds like a fire hazard. No. Turns out great. It's actually on the back of the box. Oh. As one of the suggested ways to make them. How do you do it? You mix the butter and the marshmallows with the Rice Krispies, toss it in the microwave, stir it, toss it in the microwave, and stir it. 
I assume at like a medium yes. level, because if you did this at high, no, I've set marshmallows on fire in the microwave. You're not tossing it in there at like a six minutes on high. <laughs> well, that's another good debut album, Six Minutes on High. Six Minutes on High. <laughs> that sounds like an actual legitimate one. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. There was a great quote when, ironically, Authentic Eyewear was bringing home his child. and <laughs> A portable vinyl turntable? Yeah portable vinyl turntable. Oh, yes. And someone (laughs) said that they, as a final test before they let you take your baby home, you should be asked if you would microwave tinfoil. Oh my god, yeah, you should. And if you don't get that right, you can't go home with your baby. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't asked that. I'm surprised. (laughs) Actually. (laughs) They told us that when when they release them to us to take them home, that's when they put the batteries in. (laughs) And Yes, they definitely put the batteries in. (laughs) (laughs) I just remembered, you know, when you have like an idea and you want to speak it and then the conversation passes you Mm -hmm. and then you forget what that topic was Mm -hmm. frequently and then it comes back to you when it's not relevant. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what's happened. Okay, (laughs) so what's what's the irrelevant? No, I'm just savoring the build up now. (laughs) Oh, Okay. So I don't think there's been a cereal that tastes like hot breakfast. For example, you'd have marshmallows or nuggets that taste like bacon, eggs, hash browns as a cereal. Mm. Copyright it. Copyright it. Yeah, you heard it here first. (laughs) Oh, speaking of uh, follow-ups that I don't think we talked about in a previous episode, the pancake beer. Oh, yes. So, I forgot to film myself drinking it slowly. Thanks. But you didn't miss out. It tasted like beer. (laughs) (laughs) So, it did make delicious cake so i would buy it again for the cake Mm -hmm. but as far as maple pancake there was no pancake there was no maple it it was a beer Uh, i mean mary habitat oh i'm not mary (laughs) habitat (laughs) coming to you live from a four-walled enclosure nowhere near nature (laughs) but maybe you have more of an opinion as you actually like beer it wasn't great in this circumstance i i agree not not the best beer. Yeah, it was no uh it was no that birthday party coconut cake chocolate whatever deliciousness that was. Mm. That was good. It was a little too sweet. It was a 10% or 11%? I think it was double. And it was pretty much drinking a delicious syrup. Mm. And similar to not having a hot breakfast cereal, we don't have like adult cereal, like mm-hmm. beer cereal or wine. <laughs> I have seen online, besides the people who put water on their cereal, which I'm pretty sure is a sign that you're a cereal killer. Mm -hmm. uh, Literally, you've ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. I've seen people put beer on cereal. I don't know if it's real or if it's done for the gram. Beer and frosted flakes might be okay. Listeners, if you put beer on your cereal, please check back in and let us know if that works out okay or if it's terrible. Yeah, maybe I'll stick a poll up on uh, Instagram. Would you put beer on your cereal? Yeah. Would you guys? I guess is a good question. Uh, it depends on how much beer I've already drank. <laughs> it, it does sound like one of those ideas that sounds better after a case of beer. Yeah. <laughs> People are suggesting Wheaties, which I guess makes sense because a lot of beer is wheat-based, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't like beer. Would you put soju in cereal? No. No, maybe not soju, but I was just trying to figure out whether or not I would put like a Prosecco. Or Macaulay. Ooh, Macaulay in cereal. Banana Macaulay would kind of be like banana milk. Yeah, 
Oh, banana macaroni on Cheerios. There you go. Because then it's sort of like putting bananas on Cheerios. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I was thinking yogurt. Oh, no, the yogurt so too. Do they make yogurt macaroni, or is that not a thing? I thought they did. There was all sorts of flavors. I'm just imagining pouring it into crunchies. I'm sorry, grape nuts. <laughs> they make a hazelnut one. I do feel like these are all late night ideas. My mom would uh, put ice cubes in her frosted flakes to make keep the milk cold because she didn't like when her milk gets warm. Oh. Oh, so with the milk. Yep. I definitely read that as just straight ice cubes, no milk. Uh, no. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I was actually thinking, I wonder if you put frosted flakes in the fridge or something, does that make them better? <clears throat> have you had it? Ironic. I have. I've tried a bowl. No, I wouldn't do I wouldn't do it on a regular basis, but yeah. <laughs> but don't frosted flakes go soggy pretty quickly? So yeah. you kind of have to eat them fast. Yeah. So is it enough time for your milk to go warm? I don't know. Yeah. I think she, she always liked it to be cold as the milk when it's in the fridge. It just stayed that cold. Mm-hmm. So she's like one of those people who keeps her milk like just this side of frozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, freezing milk does not work as well as like an ice cream substitute as you'd think it would. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. I feel like it would be a sorbet texture. Well, actually, maybe if I'd shaved it in some way. I was in college. Mm-hmm. We're uni for our British listeners. And I didn't want to pay for a fridge. <laughs> because they charge you extra. Mm-hmm. So instead, it was winter anyway. So I got bubble wrap and tinfoil and duct tape. <laughs> and we opened our window so that it was just the screen. Yep. Because we had a pretty wide ledge. And then we just bubble wrapped and then tinfoiled and duct taped the whole thing around the window with like a flap that we kept with bulldog clips. <laughs> so we had a fridge. Problem is, in central Pennsylvania, in the middle of winter, most of the stuff in our fridge froze. So it was a freezer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just remember those like tiny fridges for school dorms where they give you a fridge and then they give you the smallest icebox known to man. Yeah. If you buy like a little thing of ice cream, you have to eat the whole thing right then. <laughs> That's not so bad, is it? You were allowed to have a microwave, which seems more destructive than a fridge, but you couldn't bring your own fridge and you couldn't have a microwave and a fridge and you're already paying them a lot of tuition. Probably because they want you to spend your, your bucks on campus for the food. They don't want you to be able to buy and store your own. Yeah. It's a conspiracy. Well, then throw back to I forget what episode. They should have let me have the waffles separate from the disgusting whatever they thought chicken and waffles was. <laughs> Jeez, not this again. You just need to expand your mind. New horizons of what a pot pie can be. No. No. I I take the point from that episode. Insert name of episode here. (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) But I I do prefer that version because I am not a fan of pie crust. Like savory pie crust. Not pecan pie or pecan pie, pumpkin pie. That's all fine, but... When you put the pie around, the meat, the veg, the gravy, I don't care for it. Okay, I want to get uh, ironic eyewears on this because yes, you're from a different area than the rest of us, but closer to where Heritage Avocado Toast is from geographically. So what do oh, you no. consider a pot pie? Uh, it is, 
uh, pie with usually meat, potatoes, and veggies and filled. Mm-hmm. Does it have a crust? Yeah, it has a crust, uh, bottom and top, kind of, you know. Bam. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We've already done the research on this. It's a Dutch import. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. It seems to be a very particular area of Pennsylvania. Well, very particular areas also only use the word hoagie. (laughs) Whoa. Don't come for my hoagies. Yeah, but that's more across Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) This is literally like three towns that decided a pie is a soup. (laughs) (laughs) They're insular, insular communities. I did not grow up in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Proof or it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, we want pictures. And actually, that's a decent question. How do you prove you're not from a cult? I have no evidence I could provide that says I didn't. Like, definitively. I grew up in a town. I had parents. There were kids. I went to school. All these things happened in cults. What's the definition of a cult? There's probably a, a a more strict definition of living like on a commune versus a tiny town. I mean, I had clothing for every part of my body. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the definition. Uh, the non-research department has taken a quick research break. <laughs> and cult is a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. The pot pie. Exactly. That's what we revered. <laughs> the real pot pie. Cult of the pot pie. I mean, when, when the reckoning comes, we'll be ready. <laughs> when your lizard masters come down for you. Yes, that's going to be the, the test. It's going to be Earthlings provide us with a pot pie and only three towns from central Pennsylvania will be accepted. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That is not a planet I want to go live on. No. <laughs> What if their cereal doesn't go soggy? If their cereal doesn't go soggy? Mm-hmm. But you can't have a regular pot pie for the rest of your life. But do you have other types of pie? I'm now starting to consider. <laughs> I'm, now, I'm now negotiating with the aliens. <laughs> Are there dessert pies? Because I'm actually not a big pie crust person, but I'm not a soggy dumplings and soup kind of person either. But maybe they're not either. So maybe you just get a bowl of the pumpkin pie mix baked. You don't get the crust. I love pastry crust. <laughs> All right. I might join this cult. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Weigh in. Uh, ironically authentic eyewear. Are you joining the cult or not? <laughs> uh, are you in or are you out, man? <laughs> yes. I'm in. I'm in. I'm a follower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Three three going up. <laughs> I will note that we're, we're going up because we've been promised delicious pumpkin pie without the waste of a crust i'm there for the pie and pie. non-soggy <laughs> cereal as someone who loves pastry crust i am opting out of the cult uh, sorry well you can be our foreign correspondent back here on earth <laughs> <laughs> how's the crust today delicious can you tell if a pie is done by lo- you know when you pick the loaf of bread up and tap on the bottom to see if it sounds right can you do that with a pie <laughs> pick the pie up tap on the bottom go right through it <laughs> Oh, no. Thanksgiving is ruined. There's a cereal tie-in. Do you regularly have for Thanksgiving the dish that is, I think, usually sweet potatoes or candied yams with marshmallows and cornflakes on top? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Marshmallows and 
cornflakes? I'll take either or for right now, but traditionally, I or I have seen it. It's been all three. Hmm. The trifecta. We just do marshmallows. I've never seen the cornflakes. Yeah, I've always seen just marshmallow. We didn't have either. Personally, I don't like this dish at all, but <laughs> <laughs> at least the cornflakes gives it, gives it a texture change. Until they get soggy. Did you talking about the potato pie or just the... Like in a dish. Like a side dish with the turkey. Oh, yeah, yeah. From memory, it was mostly just my dad that ate it. So I think my grandma made it mostly for him, which is nice, right? That's touching. I personally don't like yams, uh, candy yams, but I do like sweet potato pie. That's weird. I like both, but I've never... Whenever we would have candy sweet potato or candied yams, it was done with like a brown sugar or mm. a maple syrup, yeah. not with marshmallow. We had marshmallow. And I think, you know, no, not too many people take the time to do this, but if you really were going to put the time in, you probably could caramelize the marshmallow enough to get a little bit of a crunch in there. Yeah. 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 Like a creme brulee almost. You know what you need for a creme brulee? Oh, dear. Kitchen blowtorch. You're not getting a blowtorch. <laughs> oh, I love those. They're so much fun to use. We'll set the city on fire. I will get one. <laughs> I feel like there must be other things you put cereal on that are actual meals. Pizza? Oh, no. Using like cornflakes as a crust on chicken. Yes, I've seen that. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's Fried chicken. Good. Yeah. Basically shake and bake. Did you help? <laughs> <laughs> I like shake and bake. <laughs> I don't know if I want to answer that question. <laughs> it's shake and bake, and I watched someone else make it for me. That's the perfect starter dish for a child to make. Like, here, take this and put it in the bag, shake the bag. Hey, you did it. It looks fantastic. It's great. And one of the good things about cooking like that is that you can have your child involved, which stops them from wreaking havoc in the rest of the kitchen. I've heard... And I've seen on YouTube, but I don't have firsthand experience, that allowing children to pour their own milk before a certain age leads to disaster. I've seen these videos, too, on YouTube. I I, I don't know. I Did you was, black out uh, at that age? Yeah. I was <laughs> the one creating the disaster. It's too horrific. When we would go on vacation, my parents would leave a bowl and some cereal and then milk in a little pitcher on a lower shelf in the fridge so I could make my own breakfast without waking them up. And that way, there was a limited amount that I could spill. And then if we were on vacation with Retro Denim Jackets family, they would also leave Ironically Authentic Eyewear's wife's bottle next to my little pitcher of milk. (laughs) So my job was to make my cereal and give her a bottle. (laughs) Family-wise, that checks. Sounds great. It gave you some sense of accomplishment or responsibility, independence, with relatively low risk. Yeah. And two sets of parents got to sleep in. Yeah. Do we like to add anything to our cereal? Uh, Sliced bananas, strawberries, anything? Any favorites? Yeah. My dad used to do it, and my mom, strawberries to cornflakes. Just just regular cornflakes. Oh, Mm. yeah. I think that's better than the dehydrated ones you get when it's the special K with berries and things. Yeah, yeah. I know certain people like that. That's fine. I think the fresh fruit's probably better. I like fresh fruit, but astronaut strawberries have their place. (laughs) Yeah, they did. I like the astronaut pizza. Astronaut ice cream. I love the astronaut ice cream. Wait, I used to add sugar to Cheerios when I was a kid, you know, make it sugary, like buy the cereal, not sugary. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember sprinkling sugar over cereal, but then it would always sink to the bottom and you'd end up with that like layer. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then you drink the milk, which is pretty much just granulated sugar at that point. When you're a kid, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yes. We would put blueberries on Cheerios and 
bananas on Cheerios. We didn't have a lot of cornflakes because we didn't really eat them, so they would just go stale, and then stale cornflakes are really bad. There's a, a weird fact about cornflakes that I recently learned. I don't know if it's appropriate for this podcast, but yeah. <laughs> if you want to look, at it, look it up on your own time, uh, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it, is it about um, yeah. the guy who created it and what he thought it would prevent? Yes. Yeah. 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 Scurvy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Abstinence is key. I tried to find a nice, clean way to say that. That took me a minute. Idle hands. <laughs> Abstinence O's. Abstinence O's. There's something else I wanted to talk about with cereal. Have you ever seen a cereal restaurant, cereal bar, place to eat cereal? Yeah. Actually, it's rather sad now because I just found out they closed due to COVID. But there was a cafe near here called Serial Killers. That's awesome. (laughs) So now they're online shop only. I think they still have a branch, I think in Birmingham, but I might have to check that. I'm going to South Carolina in June and my cousin said there's a place down near Charlotte that opened up this cereal cafe. So I think we're going to try it. Cool. Yeah. Let's let us know. Yep. Yes, please. I like those too because then you get types that you wouldn't necessarily try because you don't want to buy a whole box. Right. Mm-hmm. You think it's like the soda fountain flavors where you're probably not, you, well, it depends. You might, you might not buy a certain type of uh, flavored soda, but if you go to the, the fountain, you can just get a couple couple pumps. Go try. Oh, much like soda, how do you guys feel about mixing cereals? Oh. Risky. On vacation, it was a big thing for us to get the single serving cereal boxes. That doesn't fill up a whole bowl. We all know that. It takes at least two. Yeah. So sometimes I would splice them together and toss more than one in the same bowl. Did you know that you're supposed to be able to use those little boxes as a bowl? Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll put perforated tea on the front. Have you tried? I've never. It's a mess. We used to do it in the Poconos. Two cereals that I would mix on occasion I've done is uh, honey bunches of oats and raisin bran. Oh. That sounds good. I wouldn't have thought of those together. I guess I wouldn't have thought to mix anything with honey bunches of oats because it's quite a busy cereal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why not add more? Have you guys had the Just Bunches? The Just Bunches? No. They realized that people are eating honey bunches of oats really just for the bunches, so they put out a Just Bunches. <laughs> well, that sounds like the, I think it was called Clusters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It has squirrel on the front of the box. Those were very good. Those were good. I don't know about mixing cereals. I've never, I don't think I've thought about it much. I've never been big into it because the risk is if one goes soggy faster than another one. Yeah. You got to be kind of similar. This hems back to the fact that I don't have cereal with milk, so I don't really have that risk. But it does make a lot of sense. Mixing chocolate cereals. That's probably a good idea. Cold Brew Kombucha and Heritage Avocado Toast. I know you guys have an argument about which is the best chocolate cereal. So have you ever discussed mixing the two of them? No. I don't remember which two we were fighting about. I believe it was Cocoa Puffs versus, was it Nesquik? Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Oh, it's Cocoa Puffs. Nesquik. Well, it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's all flooding back to me now. <laughs> the other the other big battle is usually between Fruit Loops and Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. Mm-hmm. Fruit Loops. That's a hard one. Yeah. Not into either of them, but if I had to choose one, it'd probably be Fruity Pebbles. It's a tough one. I think they're two very different flavors. Yeah. They are. I also like the way Fruity Pebbles has a very large amount of 
It's like a Pringle. You get a large amount of crunch, but it's not a crisp crunch. It's like a mush crunch. Yeah. Because it's like regurgitated cereal, which sounds bad. (laughs) This brings up a good point. The the amount of milk you put in, I mean, for the milk users, the amount of milk you put in your bowl is very important, I think, depending on what cereal you're eating. Yeah. Mm. Do you ever do that thing where if you've accidentally put too much milk, so you get through the bowl, but now you've got quite a lot of milk, so you kind of have to add more cereal? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like bowl shape would be kind of important for that kind of stuff. Like, if you have something that's flat and wide, that might work better than something that's more, not triangular, but, like, sharper. Yeah. I like like wide versus deep. Yeah. Cereal used, I don't know if it still does, used to come with, like, cut out X number of little cardboard squares, mail it in, and you'd get a free, I don't know, beanie or something. Oh, box tops, yeah. I had a Ninja Turtles Donatello bowl. Nice. So, (laughs) it's a little creepy nowadays to think about you're basically eating the inside of the turtle (laughs) but it was kind of shallow and wide and long so it was good for cereal i don't like the shallow wide ones i like the i i don't know what this motion is (laughs) i know i was like triangular i guess deep would be the The deeper deeper yeah because otherwise like ironic was saying you've got the whole like milk to to cereal ratio and i feel like you can sort of mix it round so you can put lower amount of milk and like keep it circulating. Or if it's wide and shallow, it's all just kind of swimming in the milk. But then every bit gets the milk. You don't have the top la- layer or half that's all dry and crusty and the bottom is soggy. But I like to have a little of the crusty and a little of the not because I don't want it to go soggy. I basically, I like milk, but I would like the cereal to stay dry. I think someone should invent the perfect cereal bowl. <laughs> yes. Science. Well, you could you could take a handful of cereal and then a swig of milk. Done it. I used to do that. Glass of milk, glass of cereal. There isn't refillable cereal in the store. You know, like you can refill your dish detergent and things. Actually, be able to if you go to cereal. some of the health food stores, I've seen like refillable cornflakes. Yeah, Whole Foods. Oh, uh-huh. okay then. You have to go to the bougie stores. Mm. Yeah, but it's like near the refillable pasta and beans. So what's the difference? What's the difference? Is there like refillable foods like that, cereal or pasta, rather than buying in a, a box? It just means you don't have to throw out the packaging. Oh, recycle. Yep, didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually, it usually works out cheaper because we do the refillable ditch soap. And it's cheaper to do the refillable than it is to buy a new one. Oh, okay. Because they don't have to add in the price of the packaging, so they can do it at a cheaper price. Okay. Yeah. Buying box wine as well. <laughs> it's, it's a bigger package, so you're not paying for as much packaging. They just they just back the Kellogg's truck up to the store, and it's got taps on the back. <laughs> and the, the unit has to stay until we all refill. <laughs> When you said refillable beans, my mind immediately went to like baked beans, and I was like, "That seems extremely messy to try to refill." Gloppy <laughs> now. <laughs> you come back with stains on your shoes and your your pant legs. What happened to you? Refilled my beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I got you. I'm still trying to think of a cereal that I don't like or like would actively avoid. For example, even if you put like a bowl of All Bran or Weetabix, which is not my favorite, the plain, I would still eat it for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really think of anywhere I would say, oh, no, I'll go hungry today. 
Whereas I might do that with some other foods. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Even the ones that I don't like. If it was the only option, I'd eat it. Yeah, because if there was like an overripe banana on the counter, I would just say, no, I'm not going to have it. Versus any kind of cereal in the cabinet. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. Well, if there's an overripe banana on the counter, you could turn it into pancakes. We have a recipe for that on the blog. Oh my god. Shameless plug! (laughs) (laughs) Do we not have banana bread? We just have the courgette bread on there? We just courgette bread. Banana bread is too mainstream. So mainstream. Oh yeah, we did. Sorry, we did conclude that in the previous episode. (laughs) How many shameless plugs can we fit in a five minute span? We we have a lot of making up to do because I noticed that we're not really good with the shameless plugs lately. I was going to say... uh... Well, like the toys and gifts you get in cereal boxes. Yeah. They probably don't do that anymore for health and safety, huh? Choking hazards. The problem with the toys, I think the only person here who's not going to understand this is Heritage Avocado Toast. Excuse me? But clearly they assumed that it was only children having boxes of cereal. Yeah. Your parents aren't buying one box of cereal so that each of you can have the toy. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. How, where do I fit into this? Because you would get the toy automatically. You didn't have to fight someone else for the toy. Yeah, you're an only child. Yeah, there's four of us in one toy. Beat down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Three of us. Three of retro denim jackets. I never... Lots of hair pulling. I have two sisters. Oh, well, we've only got three seasons worth of jackets then. You need a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> you would, like, purposely dig through the box because you wanted to be the one to find it. Yeah. They already have to put it, actually, put it in the cereal, too. Yeah. Because it would always be gross. You had to, like, wash it if it was a sticky cereal. Because those toys usually came in a sugary one. Yeah. No, you're right. This is not a problem I was aware existed. It just kind of fell out when it fell out. <laughs> Same with Cracker Jacks. Oh, I love Cracker Jacks. I love Jacks. Cracker Jacks. Cracker Jacks cereal. Ah. It's nutty. It's sweet. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Corn you could based? probably just put milk on Cracker Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it. You heard it here first. We've patented three designs tonight. We're, we're really yeah, <laughs> cornering the cereal market. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember the film Better Off Dead. It was a John Cusack. Yeah. And the little brother in that cut the bits out of the cereal box, except so he would go, he'd cut them all out before the box was done. And in the film, they didn't have the plastic bag because, you know, for comedy reasons. So every time he pulled a box out of the cabinet, cereal would just like pour out of it. <laughs> Good scene. <laughs> I've watched that movie. You always had that one sibling who was insistent on opening the box upside down if there was a toy in it. Mm. Yep. Because that's usually what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, uh, Pokemon cards have made a comeback, and a lot of a lot of adults that I work with are into collecting them twenty fifth editions, and they put them in cereal boxes. And I, my, one of my coworkers bought, I think, like three boxes of cereal just for Pokemon cards. Oh wow! Wow, that's aggressive. Yeah, I hope it was a good cereal. You can think like Lucky Charms, Tricks, one all those ones. Oh, Tricks! That's the first time Tricks is making an appearance. Yeah, Tricks. I've never had them. Wow, really? Yeah. Tricks are for kids. <laughs> You've been on vacation with us. I feel like when we would go with you guys, it was usually Fruit Loops. When you only get to have bad cereal one time a year. <laughs> to make it count? You, yeah. <laughs> we used to take probably hours standing there as a small child committee deciding what cereal, because it had to be something all three of us wanted. Oh, yeah. That was an argument. Again, not not something I was aware was a problem. <laughs> My mom and dad would just grab boxes and 
Yeah, you're happy with what we get. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of how it was in my house as well. Mom would buy different boxes and she knew which ones I liked. So sometimes it would be there. Sometimes it would be different ones. But there was never a confrontation about it. Serial <laughs> <laughs> Isle showdown. It was like one of those things that we would plan in advance. You would kind of have an idea of what, but then it was also trying to work out which one you could get that would give you the most for your money. Yeah. Because you could only get one box of cereal. Mm-hmm. Got to really make that stretch. You don't want something that's not going to have a lot in it. Yeah. I think they put less air filler in cereal boxes than in chip bags. Check in on that and uh, come back and let us all know. Follow-up list. Now, See, now I'm bitter because when I've gone back to visit my parents, there is bad cereal in the cabinet like every single time. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, this is a thing about being a grandparent. You always have the bad stuff in the house. <laughs> Accurate. It's understandable. It has considerably added to my cookie intake. <laughs> Grandma didn't keep bad cereal in the house. I mean, she did always have cookies, and she always had that little jar of um, Dove chocolate. I can confirm. Yes, bad cereals in the house. Ridiculous. It was like Reese's Puffs, I think. Put in a And I was what? like, wow. That's a good what? one. Yeah, Reese's That's Puffs. a good one. That is a good one, but that was always too expensive as well. Yeah. It is more yep. expensive. It is. Reese's. Where do you get off? It's Reese's. I think when they took a certain candy or something and made it into a cereal, that one was always more expensive. Yeah. Oreo O's. Oreo O's. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all. Jinx. <laughs> Speaking of cookies, where do we land on Cookie Crisp? Cookie Crisp. Oh, one of my faves. Oh. I'm a fan. I can eat those without milk. Yeah, I was going to say, I eat them dry. I've seen on the interwebs that there's a a big like-hate divide over Cookie Crisp. I don't really understand that. (laughs) Why? Yeah. I don't know. I never really got the mascot. The wolf? Except for the fact that there's two O's in Cookie, so he can howl. Oh. That's probably where the wolf comes in. But weren't they robbers? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's Cookie Crisp. He was like a, a coyote, right? Yes. As soon as you said that... I automatically had that playing in my head. (laughs) Every time I hear Cookie Crisp, I do, yeah. Here, they make a cereal. So they don't have Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but they have something that is basically Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Looks the same, tastes the same. It's just called something different. Cinnamon Swirls or something. But they make a strawberry version. Oh, that sounds good. Strawberry cheesecake, that'll be... Why am I picturing the Cookie Crisp wolves as robbers? Were they robbers? No. Was someone trying to steal Cookie Crisp? In the commercials? I think so. Yeah. Uh, It was the wolf. He was chasing down the children trying to get their Cookie Crisp. That's rude. (laughs) It was very Red Riding Hood. If you think about how many serial ads are about a sort of adult figure, whether they be animal or human. Silly rabbit tricks are for kids. Attempting to steal things from children and chasing them around the world. Yeah. Well, that's why Lucky gets his comeuppance. That's why they're they're after him. It's the the switch. Yeah, yeah, Lucky the Lucky Charm. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what's the message there? Steal food. If the cereal mascot is taller than you, run. If they're shorter than you, chase them. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nightmare fuel. I feel like there were a lot of things on TV and commercials that was nightmare fuel. Dunkaroos came out with a cereal, and it's kind of like a cookie crisp. Did they? Yeah. They, Dunkaroos made a comeback, and now they came out with a cereal. One well, my coworkers bought a box. Oh, wow. Are they frosted then? Like, how do they get the frosting bit? Yeah, it's like uh, like a sprinkle almost on it. Like, I guess like a little sprinkle frosting type thing on it. Almost like the, almost like the cookie crisp. Okay. Dunkaroos were great. You had a limited amount of sticks and a limited amount of goo to Dunkin'. So you, you could either go ham yeah. and just get all the cream on one cookie and then just have cookies. So it kind of taught you budgeting, responsibility. It did. Or if you felt like splurging. <laughs> 
on that. It's really a good teaching tool. Education. Dunkaroos. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Cereal. I have two emotional attachments. One is to Cocoa Puffs, because for some reason, I used to eat Cocoa Puffs when I would watch Reading Rainbow. Oh. Nice. And then the second one is not so fun. Is um, I had a medicine that was like a, when I was a kid for like pneumonia or bronchitis, and I couldn't swallow pills. So the doctor suggested, well, mix it up with some honey to make it easier for the kid to get down, and it didn't do a thing. It was awful, the nastiest tasting thing. But my parents thought, well, let's put it with honeycomb cereal as well. So it's double honey, breakfast cereal. Didn't do anything. So unfortunately, I hate honeycomb to this day, but it's nothing against the cereal. Really, yeah. <laughs> Which is unfortunate, because I really like honeycomb. Yeah, same. I imagine it was delicious before, before that incident. It's ruined now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if anyone else has any... Emotional attachments to particular cereals. That's funny. Cocoa Puffs, uh, I do have an emotional attach. Kind of a negative one. Kind of a weird story. Uh, when I was a kid, we were about to leave the house. We were supposed to leave the house for something. It was my dad, my mom, all of us. I was hungry. I wanted, so I poured a bowl of uh, Cocoa Puffs. And I remember my dad getting mad at me. And I think he grabbed me up. And the bowl of cereal just kind of went all over the place. And I mean, I love Cocoa Puffs. Ever since then, I just remember that one moment yeah. getting in trouble because I poured a bowl of Cocoa Puffs before we were going to go out. It's <laughs> funny the things that stick with people, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure you got, you know, in trouble before for other things yeah. and similar. But that, but that's sticks with you i just think but that's that fascinating sticks, and, and my brothers and sisters will still bring it up every time we talk about cocoa puffs <laughs> <laughs> yeah siblings <laughs> counterpoint that's in later in life that's not something i get to enjoy with <laughs> my <other> siblings. So, <laughs> i think that's a negative it'd be nice to have inside jokes and you know you guys are great of course but yeah <laughs> i'm trying to think of a good emotional attachment to, to, to a cereal just, i think just eating cereal watching cartoons you know, mm. those, those two things always went hand in hand. <laughs> For me, it was always the fact that it was always the thing you had on holidays. Mm-hmm. The bad cereal on holidays. That's So any kind of sugary cereal just gives me like an internal happy moment. Well, yeah, it makes sense about the bad cereal for holiday events to be a powerful one. Another cereal that I thought of, because I was thinking about Cinnamon Toast Crunch again. Remember French Toast Crunch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was okay. It was good. They were thick. Is that still around or is that gone? I don't know. It's been a while since I've been in a like cereal idol for like a dedicated purpose. I don't think there's any mint flavored cereals. Ooh. Hmm. I think the only way that would work is like um I'm thinking of like shamrock, like a shamrock shake type thing. Yeah. Like a light mint. <laughs> yeah. Or um a chocolate mint. Yeah, chocolate yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Like if peppermint patty peppermint, that, yeah. came out with a cereal. Or Thin Mint cereal. Thin Mint. Yes. Wait, I have definitely seen a Thin Mint cereal before. Pause for research department or keep going and... Okay, if this is a thing, I will hunt it down. You can make your own. French Toast Crunch was discontinued in 2006, but they're bringing it back. Oh, where? Oh, wow. (laughs) Popular demand. (laughs) I feel like they're bringing back all the good stuff for the younger generation, so Portable Vinyl Turntable will be able to appreciate all these things. Okay. The research department has found that it was a limited edition, but General Mills partnered with Girl Scouts to make a Thin Mint cereal. It looks like a cookie crisp kind of vibe with the shape. Mm. I think, listeners, everybody get together, tweet them, tag them. Yes. Ask them to bring this back. (laughs) Yep. There is apparently a drumstick 
cereal. As in, like, like the ice cream chickens? cone. Oh. Oh. With a cone, chocolate, and mint. Oh, my. Oh, wow. I love drumsticks. For some reason, I thought you were... I was picturing, like, chicken drumsticks, and I thought yeah, I mean, that you were going to tell us there's a chicken-flavored cereal. <laughs> I was waiting for a chicken and waffle cereal, yes. <laughs> there was waffle a waffle crisp? cereal, wasn't waffle there? Crisp. Yeah. Waffle crisp. Waffle crisp, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They made a Girl Scouts caramel crunch cereal as well, and this was in 2017. Someone should make an app that um, reminds you when cereals, either new ones come out or they, yeah. Yeah. Like a cereal reminder. So do we need to cut that out as a money-making idea as well? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> well, we hope you've enjoyed this walk down the cereal aisle with us today. And a special thank you to Ironically Authentic Eyewear for joining us. Is there any, is there any parting words of wisdom you'd like to impart to the listeners? Ah. Uh... Well, I'm speechless. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I mean, it was awesome. This was fun. Eat cereal. Eat cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At Mr. Riz Design is uh, my um, Instagram right now. I'm still working on getting more content on there. But yeah, so you can see some of my stuff and contact me. What we've seen already looks fantastic, so everyone should check it out. We will tag him and make sure his information is available to you guys. Give him a follow. So please remember to give us a rating, give us a follow, and make sure you check out other content on uh, the blog, which is at hipsteratthome.co.uk. So until next time, take care. Bye. 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 I'm totally eating a bowl of cereal tonight. I couldn't wait that long. (laughs) 